0: 24 of headspace tv i am your host <laughs> episode 24 i'm your host jeremy de merchant let's put that on the screen so it looks like i know what i'm doing oh there we go Awesome. oh that's
1: fancy like that's that. fancy where's mine
0: right i want Wait, one too you want one too
1: yeah yeah i want one too
0: all right hold on well today we have a special guest i'm gonna ruin the surprise mr jason jayman Petrunik. that's me Bam. And you give us just two quick seconds and we are going to get rolling. But I will tell you, we had some people very, very um, passionately requesting the link to be shared. And so I'm going to make sure we get this all over social media. Now, um, I say we get rolling. What do you think, Jason?
1: Yeah, I'm ready to get going. I'm really happy to be here, Jeremy. And congratulations on... Uh, so many podcasts. I just want to say to people that are watching right now that think a podcast is so easy. It's not. It's about consistency. It's about making sure that you get things done. It's about foresight. And then, of course, just being a compelling podcaster. Uh, so there's a lot of work and dedication that goes into it. And I'm, I'm not surprised, Jeremy, that you've done 24 <laughs> weeks straight because that's just the type of person you are. That's the type of work ethic that you have. So uh, thanks again. I'm honored to be on for a second time. Am
0: I your first second time guest? You are the first... 2, 2.0 guest. Yeah. Yeah. All yeah. right. We're breaking records here with Jason the man, Pat- Jason the man, J man, Petrunic.
1: <laughs> it's a- okay. Oh, you blew man. it. You blew it. All Shame right. on you.
0: Shame on me. I messed up your name. Mm-hmm. <laughs> all
1: right.
0: Okay, guys, in all fairness, so I'm, I'm good buddies with Jason and I have a really hard time calling him J man in public.
1: Fair um, enough. My dad but, calls me J man, though, believe it or not. That's awesome.
0: Yes. I just call him Petrunic because I know a lot of Jasons. All right. So let's get rolling, guys. Jason Petrunik is a former major market radio announcer who, after 17 years, stepped away from the microphone and walked into the world of direct sales and network marketing. Jason quickly became one of the company's global leaders of client acquisition or customer acquisition, sorry, and went on to grow one of the largest teams in North America. And uh, now Jason is the co-owner of trade shows that are referred to as Showcase. He dibble-dabbles in real estate as a small dog-sitting company and a podcast he calls The Launchpad and is in the process of writing a personal development book. And and he's been all over social media talking about the next big thing. So, guys, oh. join me in welcoming Jason Jamin Petrunek.
1: I know a <gasps> the a lot goes of fanfare down. out there. Yeah, people are sitting in front of their computers right now cheering. Right. Uh, and I appreciate it. Uh, thank you very much for the introduction.
0: <laughs> of course, of course. So look, the 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 reason I had you on today um, is that you've been doing something on social media that's driving me nuts. But from the sales perspective, it's in a really good way. Yes. Um, so you've been talking about something without talking about it. Right. And And, uh, you, you reached out to me. Um, I won't give a timeline so nobody gets in trouble, uh, but you reached out to me and said, Hey, I'm going to do this thing. I'm going to look at this thing and I can't tell you anything about it, but when I get back in town, I'm going to let you know. But when I do tell you, you can't tell anybody. And I went, dude, what is it? And it got me super pumped. And I got thinking, Hey, this is what sales is all about because when it comes to sales, and we're talking about sales teams, we talk about running sales teams. And although this is in a very particular area, I think this can apply very effectively towards anybody in sales. So this exclusivity piece. So first of all, tell me a little bit about, you're gonna hate that I'm hitting you with these questions without any (laughs) warning. Tell me a little bit about this this strategy. Now I know that it's not an on-purpose strategy. It's purely the way that this particular scenario needs to go down for legal reasons. However, let's talk a little bit about what what your experience has been with this approach right now.
1: Sure. Uh, so I'll start off with saying that I still am not allowed to do any direct social media right? <laughs> in regards to what I'm doing, but it did start off with me signing an NDA to where legitimately I couldn't have this conversation with people offline even. Uh, and I can't even tell you there's nobody happier that that NDA is gone than me because it was really hindering my ability to go out there and do business, especially since like 90% of the income that I generate through MLM is through my social media. So, you know what? I just went with it. And, you know, I know so much about the fear of missing out and exclusivity and about making people feel special. And it's a really unique situation. Let's just take you for that exact example is that you're someone that's in sales Mm -hmm. You know when you're getting pitched. Mm -hmm. You know about all this stuff. And somehow I have to deliver this message to where it just doesn't give you that sticky, icky feeling. Nobody wants to be sold. People want to believe that they have come to that conclusion on their own, uh, to where they're educated enough and comfortable enough and there's enough trust in between those two people uh, that they're going to be moving forward. So I think where I win is that, yes, yes you know, I'm doing this fear of missing out play, but it's also very genuine to me. Uh, This is not a sell. This is just where I am. I'm sharing it as effectively as possible. People are eating it up like crazy. Uh, (laughs) I might even be losing one or two people. That's okay because I'm bringing on uh, so many more. And my goal now, even though I don't have that non-disclosure act or agreement in place uh, to where I don't need to talk about the company name. It's not important. I really don't need to talk about the product. It's not important. What I can tell you is that uh, it it is a product that works, that's already been established. This is a company uh, that's already in the United States, and it's a vehicle to where people can generate income. Uh, And I started off with putting $500 into my first venture, which was Vysalis. Uh, I have now turned that $500 into over six figures. Uh, in a very short period of time, uh, a lot shorter than any $500 that you could put in any bank account or investment and see that go through the roof. Unless, I don't know, you invested in weed like five years ago. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. And, and so so you, you're you seeing that you don't need to talk about the product or the company. What you're talking about is the results, mm-hmm. right? And I think that's almost like lesson two. Lesson one is, hey, if you create an, an environment where your customer, your prospect feels like there's some level of exclusivity, almost a barrier to entry. Like, Hey, you got to show me if you're ready for this Mm -hmm. or look, you know, I, I can let you see this special presentation, but I need you to sign a nondisclosure agreement. Absolutely. You know, and it's like, Oh, like this is serious. Well,
1: you know, Jeremy, the whole thing is when a lot of people are in this style of business, they kind of lose track of business as a whole. And usually when you're looking for a position, uh, anywhere when it comes to generating income, there's a process. You're interviewed and people decide whether or not they want you on the team. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I remember when I first started in network marketing, you kind of take anybody, right. right? As I became more well-seasoned, and I've been doing this for about a decade now, uh, the way that I'm approaching it is that I'm I'm looking for a very specific type of person, and I'm going to ask you some very specific questions. And if you align with what I align with, then this is something where we can move forward. But I'm not just looking for any Tom, Dick, and Harry. Uh, there is an exclusivity to moving forward. After we get out of this influencer phase, of course, I'm going to welcome the 80%. Uh, but that's not what I'm looking for right now when I'm launching a company. I truly believe uh, leading with heart always wins. Uh, doing so means that the people that I move forward and I do business with also lead with heart. And of course there's going to be other people that come on board to where, I mean, there's a lot more degrees of separation because it's friends of friends of friends and people I barely even know that, you know, know somebody in Japan that knew someone that was in America where we're also launching. It's just it's bananas. And that's what really makes it exciting. And at the end of the day, it's just a bunch of like minded individuals uh, that believe that they're aligned on a certain path moving forward and hopefully going into momentum like I believe this will.
0: Awesome. Awesome. And Now, uh, I'm going to mention something that so I was listening to an audio book by Grant Cardone called oh. The Millionaire Booklet. Who's got my money? Right, right. It's (laughs) interesting. And I've said even on this show, there's lots of things that I like about what Grant Cardone does, but I hate that he says, who's got my money. Okay. But then I actually listen to more of his stuff. So he doesn't talk about it, I don't think, in the 10X rule, which I've been through. But um, in this millionaire booklet and some of his other trainings, he talks about this. And it's not about going after the cash and trying to get it wherever you can. Mm -hmm. He uses the phrase, who's got my money? To let the average person say, who is my ideal customer?
1: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So and it's funny, th- right? It comes down to context. Oh, yeah, uh, when totally. I first came across Grant Cardone as like, this is one of the most arrogant people that I've met in my entire life. Wonderful mug, by the way. <laughs> Show Thanks that for thing. Grandmother. Off. That's beautiful. <laughs> uh, and then I got to know more about Grant and how he teaches people. And uh, man, what a phenomenal mentor. Uh, I would love to have him, you know, sitting on my side and his ability to uh, work through people's crutches, uh, et cetera. And yeah, in regards to ideal clients, everyone should have an idea of what that is, no matter what business that they're getting started in. Even with MLM, I know they say build your list and people roll their eyes when they hear uh, build your list. And it's not a guaranteed method that, you know, you write out 100 names and, you know, you're going to go out and you're going to be rich or make a certain amount of money. Uh, but it's more just an exercise, almost like a a memory jogger, right? But when you do sit down, and you decide that you're going to move forward with something like this. Yes, to take some time and think about the people that you want to work with, that you believe uh, would do well uh, in whatever industry it is that you might be pursuing uh, a career.
0: Well, and and you know the reason I bring up that booklet, the the audio book, is because in this he talks about network marketing, hmm. and he mm-hmm. says. He believes that every single person in business should be involved at some level in network marketing, if for no other reason than to be surrounded by like-minded people. And if you recall back when you interviewed me on your show on the Launchpad, um, I had this epiphany right there on the show that if it wasn't for a network marketing company, I would never have been introduced to professional development. Mm-hmm. Like I remember that that you know I was crossing the border, going to Massachusetts to this live event to get all pumped up. But in the CD player was um, was like Jim Rohn or yeah. Tony Robbins or, yeah. you know, there's somebody maybe within the organization that was talking. But I know that was my first intro to Jim Rohn's Jim Rohn and uh, man, like game changer. Mm-hmm. So I will say this, like, I, I mean, I'll, I'll echo Grant. If you've never been involved in network marketing, yeah, of course, there's there's things that you've heard about it and that's, that's fine. Right. The problem Mm -hmm. is most people go in and make crazy big promises in network marketing. And most people can't get that result based on normal behavior. Mm -hmm. And if you go in with your eyes wide open, see exactly what it is, understand the system and the business, like make a list of a hundred or 300 people. Well, I had to do that when I joined a life insurance company back in 2004 or five or something. Right. Mm -hmm. It's not only a network marketing thing. It's a, Work, you know, where your business is a contact sport, the more contacts mm-hmm. you make, better you do. It applies to any industry.
1: Oh, it sure does. I mean, I apply everything that I do to what I learned in network marketing because people will say, I'm not a salesperson. Like I talked on the radio. I was just a talking head. Like there's an actual separate sales department, right? So, I mean, I know yeah. nothing about sales, uh, but I was a good student. I allowed myself to be mentored. And so many people get into this industry and they don't want to learn and grow Anything that you do in life, you started out knowing practically nothing, and then you applied yourself to that craft, and eventually you got better to where you're an expert, you put in your 10,000 hours, uh, all that stuff. Uh, what I always really liked about network marketing uh, was the the personal development, Jim Rohn, one of my absolute favorites. And one of the things that caught me, and I recently put it into uh, a post that I made for someone that jumped on board with Agents of Change, was uh, whoever renders service to many puts himself in line for greatness, great wealth, great return great satisfaction, great reputation, and great joy Uh, to be able to service many. uh, Mm. That's how one becomes great. And listen, this is not just about what I'm doing uh, in MLM. I'm I'm a big fan of MLM as a whole. And I'm telling anyone out there, whether it be three to $500 a month, maybe you're looking to make three to 5,000. Maybe you want to go out there and you want to make more. Like if you're looking to make $10,000 and above, know that's going to be a lot of work and that's a small percentage, but it is most definitely possible. And you didn't have to go to school for five years to get that done either. Uh, But whatever it is that you like, it could be nails, it could be hair, it could be weight loss, it could be general wellness, it could be services, whatever it is that you can get jazzed about, just at least take a look into it. And that's what makes business people like the most successful business people successful is that it doesn't matter if it's a small fish that's coming at him with a great idea or a big fish that's coming at him with a great idea. He is going to be open to what it is that you have to say. He'll take a look and you might blow yourself away with the people that will jump on board with just following the simple principles that usually your mentors will put in
0: place for you. Mm, Absolutely, absolutely. Now, one other thing that um, I think makes... MLM's great for people, especially people that are new in sales is it forces them to learn how to build relationships, build connections. Mm -hmm. And, um, I I think it was probably my first experience as well doing that. I mean, I I tell the story about how I sold my first scratch ticket at a convenience store when I was 14 and that was very transactional, but, um, you know, that was my first experience. I was probably 18 years old when I, when I jumped in or or 19. And, uh, and it just changed, like it opened up my eyes. And so the other thing that I got to learn is you can't pitch product. Mm-hmm. No one cares. No one cares who you are. Right. Like not, not, not to sound really crass, but no one cares about you. Everyone's really concerned about them themselves. Mm-hmm. Right. Like if you go to the gym and you're like, I don't know. I wonder if they're all looking at me. Nobody's looking at you. They're looking at themselves in the mirror. Cause they think you're looking at them. Okay. Mm-hmm. That's how life is. That's how human beings are. And you need to, keep that in mind when you're thinking about how to present things. And so one thing I learned is when, when you're presenting something, you can't be pitching a product. Nobody wants insert, bottle of whatever, or, sure. you know, um, nobody wants this drink or that pill or though, you know, they want the result. They want the experience. In fact, if we go back to grant, he says, people don't want a million dollars. They want the lifestyle that they think a million dollars can get them. Yeah, stop selling well. the million dollars, stop selling the product. Sell the transformation, the result, the shift, the change. And for a second, I'm going to do something that I'm really not supposed to do on this show. We just went through an election in Canada. But I'm going to make reference to, an, to American era- elections. Yeah, so. I'm <laughs> going to I'm get, gonna get off level? screen
1: for a little bit. No. Yeah, yeah exactly right.
0: <laughs> yeah. But here's the deal. Yeah. People, the reason why people get, leave office and a new person gets voted in is because they promise change. That's it. Right, um, I'm gonna I'm gonna quote Trump. Make America great again. Okay, that suggests that it wasn't great. Let's go do it. There's some change that has to happen. That was the argument. Yeah, that was Obama no as well. Exactly. Obama promised change. Yeah. Exactly. If you promise change, you promise shift. You promise transformation. That will help people move. Mm-hmm. That in itself is one of the secrets to sales. Mm-hmm. But you can't do it by saying, you know, by pitching the product. Mm-hmm. Right. Nobody cares who's sitting in the chair. They care what's going to happen. And that's what's promised. And so if we take a lesson (laughs) from our good friend, south of the border there, um, the way to get people to move, the way to get people to take action is to talk about change and change in the way that they want to see themselves versus where they feel they are now.
1: That's true. And realize as well that there's a process. Some people, uh, don't want change. Uh, some people are not ready for change until their circumstances become uncomfortable enough uh, that it forces them to move. Uh, it's a little example that I throw out there in regards to a gentleman that goes over to his friend's house and his dog is uh, lying on the porch and he keeps on moving around. The dog looks really uncomfortable, and the guy looks over at his friend. and says, uh, "Like, what's up with your dog?" He goes, "Like, he looks like he's in a lot of pain." And he goes, "Yeah, yeah, he's uh, laying on a nail," and. The guy says, well, why doesn't your dog just not get off the nail? And he says, I guess it just doesn't hurt enough yet, right? There's not enough mm-hmm. pain. The, pr- the pain point isn't strong enough right there uh, to, to make that dog move. And it's so much like that uh, in life that people usually wait until they're you know rock bottom or they're so desperate to where that is going to force change. Uh, and it's always better to make that decision beforehand uh, mm-hmm. until waiting until it gets to that point. Right.
0: Well, and that's one of the challenges in in the world of sales as well is that, and, and it's probably a little less in the world of network marketing, um, but in sales, when you're a sales professional, your job, your role, your position, your mission is to help people see the opportunity that mm-hmm. might not be as clear to them as it is to you. Mm-hmm. And so that might mean helping them see the pain amplified, right? Tony Robbins talks about take that pain and push on it. So they can Absolutely. feel it and you're, you're exactly right. And I find this is a little bit more challenging in, in like the network marketing space mm-hmm. because it's clear, like you build a team, of course you're growing your revenue and you're showing people sure. how to do it. But if you lead with that, that sincere state of serving or mm-hmm. right, you're in service to mm-hmm. somebody, uh, then it, it makes a, a big shift. But the key piece is sometimes we're too passive. Sometimes we take our own insecurities, our own doubts, the, the voices in our heads and buy into somebody else's reasoning as to why it's not time for change. Sure. Our job, Right. Mm-hmm. And, our, and our job is to say, hey, we're here from the outside looking in. And let me tell you what I really see. Well, Jeremy,
1: you know what? Um, I'm kind of glad that you brought up the point. It was something that I was not all that much in tune with. Uh, When I first started in this industry, and I would say just even up until the last couple of years, it was not something that I fully grasped. And yes, it's about being able to give that person the vision. That's part of it. Um, But I think the core of it is and Jim Rohn says this as well. It's like the big Jim Rohn show. (laughs) (laughs) He's so great. Uh, Is the ability to be able to get people to see greatness in themselves right? Mm -hmm. Uh, I think I'm great at network marketing. Uh, (laughs) You know, I've seen a a decent track record. My mentors have done millions upon millions of dollars, some of the top networkers that the world has ever seen, Uh, like they're phenomenal. And I've been a sponge. And the reason, part of the reason, a, a good chunk of the reason why I'm here is because they allowed me to see greatness in me. Right where it's not all about the team that I've grown and what I've done opposed to how each and every one of those pieces are part of the puzzle that have brought me to where I am now. And I'm grateful for every teeny little experience uh, that that I've gained from that. And (laughs) this is not always the best close, uh, but it's an honest close for me when it comes to uh, dealing with people and getting them on board and Having them see greatness within themselves is like, listen, uh, even if you didn't make a dollar in this industry, the investment that you're going to make with me, with my team, with my circle, with the nucleus, is that you're going to get in touch with amazing people, wonderful mentors. You're going to learn so much. Your personal development is going to go through the roof. Uh, There's no course that you could buy out there today that will give you uh, the type of You know psychological preparedness that you would need uh, to move forward in business that you're going to get with a really great group of people that know what they're doing uh, in this industry that lead with you know their their heart on their sleeve. The the most wonderful thing about network marketing, Jeremy, by far, is that anybody can do it. The catch twenty two is the worst thing about network marketing is that anybody can do it, and some people do it really really bad, and you know that's unfortunate, right? But you give me the ability to to work with any of those people that want to be students and anyone can be good, good enough to make money in this right. industry.
0: 100%. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's, you know, it's a great equalizer, right? Mm-hmm. It's it doesn't matter how big your network is. It helps if you have a big network, mm-hmm. but it what matters is how well you can build relationships.
1: Absolutely. And you. actually, you know, we kind of jump past that. story. Relationships yeah. first. And I, you know, with the heart on my sleeve, I'm hoping that that's coming across. Uh, Hmm. relationships are absolutely fundamental. They are key. And also having that transparency. Uh, You know, do you want to move slow? Do you want to move fast? Um, You know, if if you're in a rut and you don't feel like doing any work or I'm pushing you too hard, I need you to make sure that you tell me, Uh, you know, and if if you do this right, this should make your relationships better, uh, to be quite honest. Uh, So, yeah, if you're if you're doing it with the right purpose and you're you're a genuine human being and you're reaching out to people genuinely opposed to just get to the next rank or whatever it might be, I mean, you will forever be successful. I think the most successful you can be in network marketing is when it transcends the network marketing alone. Mm. uh, And you're bringing new people into your circle just because you're out there networking, doing the right thing, sharing a positive message and being a beacon for those that need it.
0: Absolutely. Yeah, I think. I think it's a big shift if we say, hey, let's join network marketing not to make the money. Mm-hmm. Let's join it to make ourselves better. Sure, and- I'll go with that so far, Jeremy. <laughs> yeah,
1: okay. I want to make money too. Oh my God. Get out of town. But
0: here but here's yeah. the thing. Like, because what happens is, you know, we there's there's so much stigma around it. And we talked about this last of time, course. but um, but I think that's where the shift can happen. Is look, this there, there's more in here than just money, like dollars and cents. Yeah, of course we need them. They make the world go round, right? Yes. Um, the more money you have, the easier things are. And, uh, like we were saying, what was it earlier? We were talking about. Uh, you know, I'd much rather be. Uh, if, if I'm, or I, it was a quote that I heard.
1: Oh, let me give it to you, please. Go ahead. Uh, it, it. You know what? It, it's great to be passionate about something, and and move forward with it. And make no money. That's fine. Like, follow your passions. Or you cannot be passionate about something you're selling and make a lot of money. That's also great, right? So you get to decide, you know, do you want to be Jim playing open mic until you're 50 and working for free beer? Or do you want to be Nickelback? And I'm not going to judge you either which way. Uh, people always slam the tragically hip here in Canada, actually, right? Because they're considered to be a small Canadian band band. Or medium-sized Canadian band that never broke out in the States, but they have really great music and phenomenal lyrics and, you know, melodies. And then there's Nickelback, which is just kind of like everything sounds the same, but they're playing stadiums all around the world. To be quite honest, I would much rather be Nickelback, but (laughs) in a perfect world, it's a beautiful blend of both. Absolutely.
0: Absolutely. Well, and, and I think it was Grant, I've been quoting Grant a lot. This is the Grant Cardone and Jim Rohn show, I guess.
1: Um,
0: But he said, you know what, if I'm going to be miserable, I'd rather be miserable and wealthy than miserable and broke. So, (laughs) right. Yeah. um, So there's nothing wrong with the generating revenue, making the money. Hey, right. I, I love money. Right. I got, I got it written on my board over here. Money's not a problem. Right. Uh, And, and so, that's that's a big thing, but there's even more that tends to get so shadowed um, that the personal development opportunities, the connections, the relationships, like where, if if you had to think about where the furthest person is from that you've got a connection with through network marketing. Oh, is
1: that a question? Like, oh my God.
0: Geographically. Where's the furthest Uh, person you met in network marketing? How about that?
1: Like in Europe. Like people that I don't even know. (laughs) You know, it's It's crazy through someone I barely even knew. Uh, The craziest is uh, someone. It happens all the time. Just people, people reach out out of the blue. Uh, I'll just share this for the people that are on social media, and uh, you always think that it really matters how many engagements you get, like likes and comments, etc. It really doesn't matter. Facebook is so full of voyeurs; it's disgusting. They don't like anything. They don't comment on anything. It's just like reading the newspaper. Uh, Mm -hmm. I made a post yesterday about. Like here's an exciting post. I'm doing direct sales. It was just really straightforward, and I'm looking for this type of person. It's the most on-trend thing that I have ever seen in my life. Okay, and again, that's FOMO, right? Man. And and it's true. I, I believe this with with all my heart. Mm-hmm. And it didn't get a single like. It didn't get a single comment. But I had you know five to six messages come in uh, privately. Uh, from real quality people. And that has been not just from that one post, it's been effective storytelling all along, not telling too much, just giving them the tip of the arrow and then moving them forward to the bulk of information, giving them the chance to educate themselves to where they they feel comfortable uh, to take that next step with me and potentially do business together. I've already set the expectation and platform, even though they don't know what it is that we're doing, and it doesn't matter because I've already started building the belief in whatever it is that I'm doing is going to succeed.
0: Love it. Love it. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think that your, your passion is clear. You're fired up. Um, I, I love the FOMO. As I said, you know, it got me curious. It got me asking. It got me nearly begging. I think I was begging mm-hmm. for more information actually. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty-
1: I got that a lot. A lot of people <laughs> like you're just killing me. Please just tell me what it is that I'm doing. Yeah.
0: Well, let's at least um, bridge the gap for some people here. Sure. How can people get a hold of you?
1: Uh, so they can find me on social media at JManIsAlive or Jason Petrunik. Uh, God, I have a couple of pages: Transformation Technician, Jason Petrunik. Uh, you can also find me on Instagram at Experiencedpreneur. Ah, uh, God, you reach what, out to what, Jeremy and have a conversation as well. Uh, I can you. Yeah, uh, yeah please. Uh, and also my email, jmanisalive at gmail.com. Oh, look, you got it all pretty there on the bottom and everything. That's so fancy. <laughs> it's not my first radio. Uh, and, and let me give people just a, a little bit of a taste. Uh, this is going to be health and wellness, uh, it is not weight loss. Uh, <laughs> I, I can't help but have to do it again. <laughs> it's not weight loss but it is a byproduct feeling awesome is also a byproduct i'll tell you this much 5 minutes of just listening you don't have to like it and and nor do i really care if people like it but i just want people to listen don't don't eliminate yourself from a potential opportunity that you will know that you will like that you will potentially love that you could generate a lot of income with at the very little uh, sorry at the very least uh, know that you, you will be able to help a lot of people move forward Uh, in their journey towards greater wellness. And you know, even though when I started with buy back in the day, it was all about the money, this beautiful thing happened where I realized money was just a byproduct of helping people. So uh, if that sounds like you and you're a passion-driven person, uh, I would absolutely love uh, to have a chat with you. And thank you, Jeremy, for giving me this platform uh, to share something that I'm so excited about.
0: Absolutely, absolutely. And thanks for coming back for a second time. So ladies and gentlemen, that was Jason Petrunik, Jason J-Man Petrunik. I'll, I'll call you by the name. Thank you. <laughs> um, and, and guys, one, a couple things I want to point out here. One, we talked about FOMO and how that can and, and create that exclusivity, how that can impact your sales. And two, stop selling your product and sell the result of the transformation. Mm-hmm. Um, so, guys, reach out to Jason, and I will give you um, a little mini platform. You want to just tell us what your results have been on this particular thing?
1: Oh, yes. Okay. Now, remember, <laughs> weight loss is not the thing. Right. That's <laughs> not like the focal point. Uh, but I have lost 20 pounds in less than three weeks, and uh, for someone that's been in health and wellness for a long time, I've competed, I've been in physique competitions. Uh, this is something that one month ago, if you were to ask me about it, I thought it was rubbish. Uh, and now that I've actually opened my eyes to the opportunity, uh, it has absolutely changed my life, and I know that it's going to it's it's going to change so. It's just gonna be fantastic. I, I can't I can't wait to just really get this going. November, we can start to open the customer model, and it's gonna be amazing. It's
0: gonna be amazing! Awesome, awesome. All right, ladies and gentlemen, Jason J-Man Petrunik, and I am your host, Jeremy Demerchant. And remember, check out this replay and the recordings of previous episodes at salesteamrescue.com we will see you live here next week Wednesday 2pm Eastern remember guys get uncomfortable get results cheers thanks for joining me let's keep the conversation going you can find more episodes and a link to join our online community over at salesteamrescue.com if you haven't already be sure to hit subscribe and give the show a review to help us reach more sales leaders like you If you'd like our support in creating your own high-performance sales team, book a call with us at salesteamrescue.com.